estás en el estudio con Dre, Big H y Triple C. Gente, póngase a escuchar el Silverback Podcast. Me das en paca, ¿oíste? Silverback Chronicles Podcast. Silverbacks. Yo. What's good? Hey, yo, papi. Put the phone down. You done. Now, I'm getting what I'm about to put you on to. Okay, tell me. You want to know right now? I want to know right now. Yave tequila. Oh, what's Ooh. up? Whoa. That's all I'm Ooh. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got breaking news? We got breaking news? I try to, I try to, you know, I try to be subtle with you. Got, you got the Yave? Yave tequila. It's coming soon. That's okay. what I'm saying. Ooh. It's all over New York City, Yave Tequila. All over Hot 97. And we about to get a nice brand new body. That's the plan. That's the plan. But please proceed. Phenomenal. Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? It's your boys. We back. Silverback Chronicles Podcast. It's your boy, Big H. I got my brother, Dre. What's up? We here 10 toes down. Ooh. Ooh. In, our, in our section. Just like Ooh. that. Minding our business. Straight like that. Working. Facts. I got my brother Triple C. Yo. What's good, baby? Maintaining, chilling. All day, every day. Listen, people. I'm going to be honest with you. Hey, yo, this episode 61. 71. We've we seen your citizens. You heard? <laughs> so we dropping knowledge. Hey, yo. It's a crazy vibe tonight. Because I got my brother... I've been knowing since I got the Moville in 2001. Yeah. I love this brother. But what y'all was doing over there in Moville? Hey, yo. Listen. Let's, no. get, listen, before we, let's get into our sponsors real quick. <laughs> listen. Everybody, you already know. Starbox USA. Discount code. All caps. Silverback Podcast. Get you 20% off on us, on your boys. Alright, Starbucks USA. Appreciate you. We love you. All caps Silverback Podcast. Get that for your ARs, your SBRs, your pistols. Phenomenal safety box mechanism. Your own personal code. Listen, when it's time to get busy, open it with your own code. Put your put them put that bad boy on sites and get to work, you heard? Like my brother. Mr. Ray Dot Ortiz said, I don't got a gun, but I got a Rolex. That's I'm going to keep it in there. Keep it in there. So if you don't have a gun, you can still store a personal. Somebody items. else got a Rolex tonight that we got in the building. You then, heard? Then, yeah. sir, then, sir, you need a Starbucks. Absolutely. Glistening. You heard? Gotcha. Well, listen, let me give a shout out. <clears throat> Just going to give a shout out to the world, man. Listen, everybody stay safe. Whatever, whatever you grinding in, keep grinding. Whatever employment you are. Listen, work hard. 
have a vision. Always want more. Don't settle. And, and a lot of times you got to treat people how to teach. You got to teach people how to treat you. You heard? Mm. And that goes a long way in life. Don't never settle. Always look at yourself as a king, as a queen, and move accordingly. Because if not, somebody going to treat you like, like, like how they treat others. And they're not going to treat me like that. You heard? They're going to treat the guard the way they're supposed to respect them. You heard? Yeah. That's what we do over here. Dre, you got a shout out? I came across a little website called uh, SoBadChronicles.com. What is in there? I mean, if you're off duty mm. and you're trying to look cool. Not even off duty. If you just, if you it's live fly, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you, you can wear it under your vest. Shit, you could wear it out to a picnic. Why not? Why not? Look out for the uh, spring collection. Oof, it's, it's good. Listen, 2021 is going to be real stupid. It's going to be crazy. We got a, we got a collection coming out that's going to be absolutely phenomenal. And we ain't going to say no more. We're just going to post pictures and let you do what you do. And again, we, we, we thank y'all because every time we put something out, the love and support is insane. Absolutely. It's sold out in, in a week. In, yeah. in three, four days. Three, four days, if that. And we really appreciate that. Thank you. So everybody stay safe. We love you. And guess what? This episode 61. Mm. How you say that in Spanish, though? 71. You nailed it. Get okay. You got it. Listen. I'm not waiting no more. I'm listening. Listen, everybody. Tell me. I've been, I've been knowing this man How long? What, since 01 When we had 2021 20, So that's That's damn near Almost 20 what? years now Yeah, you had matching Ava Rexes back then You know what I'm saying? Word. Word That's old school You know what uh, I mean? Hey yo Pele Pele's and shit Well I met him First of all He's bought First of all He's Baltimore Home and grown I met him At a Juco and that Juco is SUNY Mooresville. By the way, we did get the championship, Northeast Championship Conference right. Championship. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at y'all. And he contributed to that because he was our number one wide receiver. Holla. Ooh. Win number seven. Okay. I met him in upstate New York. Upstate New York, it was the best of Jersey, the best of New York, the best of Maryland, the best of Florida, all came down to join a football team. And you know not everybody's going to make that football team. It's only the elite because it's a JUCO, a junior college. The top-notch college at that. At the time, it was SUNY Morrisville, us, the Mustangs, Nassau County, uh, uh, Lackawanda. Lackawanda was in PA, I believe. Mm -hmm. Erie. Erie Community College. Yep. That's, I think that was the first year they came in. Because they beat us the first year, we beat them the second year because they came to Moville. But I've known this brother since then. And ever since then, we've always had a bond. Listen, when I came from my pro day at Towson after college, I stayed with him. When he came down to New York, so we both tried out for the arena team, the New York Dragons, he stayed with me. And this is after college. We've been through so much, and I love him so much. I love him dearly. And he's just an amazing man. And 
wait till we get listen we about to get into it but ladies and gentlemen with no further ado my brother Rashid Smith what's happening yo Hey man, I don't know I, if I, I want to cry or shit. <laughs> hug or what, baby? That was beautiful, baby. I, I, I see you dripping in gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, so you know, with the I pandemic, like right? Tastefully done, though. Tastefully done. <laughs> Tastefully. What's Tastefully it? done. Word. You see the black tips, right? Oh no. I appreciate it. The right. Black Tim's had me at hello. Hello, right. When I saw him, I'm like, I like it. Because you already know that's different. That's where we from. I said I like it. Word. Hey, he didn't even say nothing to me. I'm like. Yeah, my kind of guy. I see it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, <laughs> with the pandemic, we don't even get to get dressed no more. No, we don't. I say, man, let me on. My man, you know what I'm saying? Word. Let me throw on something, man. So it just feel good, man. Plus, from listening to y'all, it's a vibe. Yes, sir. It's a vibe in here, ladies yes, sir. and gentlemen. Yeah. And I'm in the building all day. Listen. So tell the world, bro, where you from? Born and raised, please. Oh man, Baltimore, Maryland, man. My man, where? What you 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 east side or west side cat? And so, let me explain that. Tell me. You know, I heard previous people. You know, in Baltimore City, very much so. You claim a side, absolutely, right? But for me, I moved around so much, <laughs> right? <laughs> I moved from east to west. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So so much. Younger years prior to high school. East, back to West, back and forth. High school, majority of West. So I say, you know what? I can't even claim a side, man. You just from the city. I got love for everybody. My man. You know, and, and that's why the connection is is so real as it relates to the people you know, the people you engage with, East or West. Mm. You know, that's what it is. So I don't claim a side, bro. My man. I don't claim it. What high school you went to? Forest Park, baby. Ooh. Forest Park High School. Triple C, what you know about Forest Park High School? Yeah, some dope ballers, boy. <laughs> some dope ballers back in the day. It, it, you know, and, and that's the thing. You might have seen them ballers for that one season because them grades yeah. ain't make it to the next season. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, we got we got a rich tradition. You know what I'm saying? And it's one of them schools where, you know, in the city, you need a certain score to get into Poly City and all the rest of them. Right. Falls Park, you just live in the neighborhood and, all right, that's your zone. School. Go blow. Going yeah. There. So, you know, that kind of fell in my lap, man. So I embrace it. That's what's up. You know? What did you excel the most in, basketball or football? Football. Mm. You was always wide receiver? Yes. Wide receiver and safety. Mm. My man. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Yo, so what, what made you go to Morrisville? So originally, I went to, um, what is the joint down, 95? Rockville, Maryland. Mo um, County? Yes, Moville, yeah. right? Went mm-hmm. to Moville. This was a freshman coming out of high school because, like I said, I ain't had an SAT score, mm-hmm. right? Um, my skill level may have not been to that level where big-time schools wanted to come see me, mm-hmm. but went to Moville for a semester, came home. My roommate, him and I, came back to Baltimore. You know, we were so close, we were – Drive back and forth. Right. My roommate ended up getting getting killed. Mm. Oh, sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was tough. That was, wow. that was that was real tough for me. So, you know, I ended up leaving Moville and I went to Catonsville for a little bit. And so in the midst of going to Catonsville, that love for the game was still eating at me. Right. However, Catonsville didn't have no team. 
Mm. Mm. So I did my own research, and I was like, yo, what is this? Cerny, you know, upstate New York. They got dorms. Man, this is my chance to get away and just, mm-hmm. you know, see see what I can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that's that's what led me upstate. And and once I got dropped off, I knew I was on my own. Mm. Like, I knew if I wanted to make something spectacular happen, you got to figure this out. No guidance. Mm. No, you know, hey, you need to do this, do that, do that. Figure it out. Grow up mm. and make it happen. So, you know, <clears throat> that's how I How did you get up there, like? So so it's interesting, right? <laughs> so my brother was supposed to transport me up to Morrisville. I end up calling Terry Dow, right? Coach Dow. Called him. Head coach. Hey, I'm interested. I'm ready to go. Son, if you can get up here. No film, no nothing. Mm. You can get up here. We'll see what we can do. The morning of me leaving, which is a five-hour drive, my brother, nowhere to be found, mm. right? Didn't pick up the phone, couldn't find him. He the one who put the transportation in place for me to get up there. Mm. Nowhere to go. So I'm stuck sitting. At that point, my godmother stepped in and said, whatever I got to do, you getting up there. Mm. She, was she put her clothes on, mm. drove me up there. Wow. And Shut and up, you know, man. I pay homage to this day for that, cause cause you know she don't understand what that what that truly meant yeah. coming from you know this environment that I'm used to living in. Now now was that your first time in New York? Yeah. Well, no, nah, I've been to the city. No, up up there. Up oh yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Like how was that? It was fun, right? <laughs> Number four. Because people people be like, yo, we, we downtown, and I'm like. Bro, that's around a corner. Wow. But the school you talking about in the county, like you downtown, like so it, it took a lot to get used to. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I always knew that if I wanted to make something happen, I had to make this work. Hey yo, listen, it was a whole bunch of us, and not to mention she didn't come in with no film. He just he came with his hustle and his grind. He just showed up with the bags. Cause yo, no no bullshit. Yo, last episode, Sheed, tell him about Twan from Florida, the D tag. Oh man, monster, animal. Should be in the league, getting ready to retire right, right now, now from putting in ten plus years in. Yes sir, wow. I promise you that. Yo, he was that fucking big, bro. I never yo, and we young, we what eighteen nineteen coming to college. This motherfucker was 6'5", over like at least 325, 330. That's the guy that you said was doing like cartwheels. He did five cartwheels in practice, bro. Athletic as hell. She, am I lying? Nope. Where is Morris, Morrisville? It's right by Ithaca. It's like 20 minutes from Ithaca. Oh, yeah. 30 it's minutes a, from Syracuse. From Syracuse. Because we used to go there to their shine parties. Upstate New York. Yep. Mello was up there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mello was up. Yes, he was. We hollered at them. Them cool dogs be up. <laughs> Remember we went there? Yes, sir. Them, yeah. Them cool dogs be up there heavy. Listen, that, that that's cute dog. Uh, uh, that's that's their home right there. Shout out to them. Facts. Shit, when we went there, we saw, uh, what's the DN? Uh, Dwight Freeney. He was chilling. Yep. Dwight Freeney only six foot. But he's stocky. He's a motherfucker. Chest it out to his, all the way out here. But he was chilling on his chilling shit. Yeah, man. 
Hey, yo, you wouldn't even know that was the white friendly until I saw him. I said, yo, that's the white friendly. Yo, the JUCO was different because we got there. It's just a mixture. You got the best of Florida, South Florida. She coming through Baltimore. Best of South Jersey, Newark, Jersey, New York. It's a whole plethora of people trying and, to. Go and ahead. not to mention, you know, Baltimore is known for a basketball town. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So to to really go somewhere and really have to show like, yo, I'm supposed to be here. Right. Right. But I think what people misconstrue is that one common denominator, which is that dog. Like mm. that dog is in you or it's not. It, it can't be taught. Right. It's mm-hmm. in you or it's not. You know, and, and that's what a lot of Baltimore guys possess, man. So when we get up to out of state to different places, mm-hmm. We like, bro, I'm supposed to be here. So right. you're going to have to kill me to, to, get, to get me, me out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's how we carry it. Hey, yo, and, and she didn't have no film. No film. So he went there, he showed up, and he showed the fuck off. When I, yo, because you know, you get, to a, uh, you get to a new spot. They got their own wide receivers that come from different places. Right. You know what I'm saying? We had, what, Mike Marsh. VA. VA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And he was official. Yeah, yeah. He was Official. True. He was he was a grace dude too. Grace dude. Grace, right? Great, yo, Grace right. motherfucker ain't gonna <laughs> He should have been in the league though. Should have been in the league. I'm gonna tell you, it's a lot of dudes that come through JUCO. Yes, sir. That should be in the league, but you know, depending on their circumstances and situation, yeah. some people just don't get it. Right. They have other distractions. Yeah. 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 And we saw that firsthand. But Seed had that yo, he had that grind and he stuck with it. Yo, he was starting, killing it, catching every yeah, everything through at him. He caught it. Only thing you saw was braids out the back of his helmet. <laughs> oh, you had braids back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was your favorite route? Uh the go route. Go. You know it. Throw it up. Let me go get that. <laughs> go get I need that. <laughs> go get it. I need you that. Say you're already you open. As soon as you line up, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, man. It it was situations during homecoming where I would go get. My head done before the party that night. Mm. Women ain't didn't even know my name. No. But then when they found out I played on the team and they was you know, every girl, what's your what's your number? Right. Seven. Oh, you number seven. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's how it works. Oh, I didn't know that. And no, 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 don't don't be bashful. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you no, let, listen. It went let me tell you, it went crazy homecoming, right? I didn't know this motherfucker was going to be in the fashion show. Oh, man. Hey, yo. He's letting them braids swing. Hey, yo, oh, yo, man. check it, check it. So we all go there. You know, white tees was the thing. So we had our, our shirts made up. Yeah, yeah. We all in the building. Well, yeah, Crispy. but yeah. This is 01. We're going to 02. 02. 0102. Okay, okay. Spring. Well, before spring, homecoming. Hey, yo, I ain't even know. Motherfucking she was in, he was in the homecoming. So he was one of the models where you come out and walk through the runway. Yo, he was oiled up. Baby oiled up. <laughs> oiled up. Hey, yo, eight pack with the braids. With a towel on. With a towel on. <laughs> when I tell you they was, they was on him from that night on, it was crazy. <laughs> what song you come out to, son? What song you come out to? I don't even remember. But yo, no, yo, the, yo, the biddies was all, yo, when he walked out that motherfucking stage, Oiled up with the towel and the LL Kango, the white joint with the braids. Done. It was over. It's crazy. He canceled. You listen. You could cancel Christmas. Acquaintance. 
It was coins. <laughs> hey man, but but don't let this brother tell y'all all the stories about me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because this brother had women. Oh, this is a family show. Okay. No, no, no. Hey, you can spit that so down. I'm gonna speak to his past because you know I'm respecting you know, we the different future. Now, you heard? Right, right. We we married it's a period then, piece. man. It's right. a period piece. We do things different, yeah. you know. But it's college days. Yeah, yeah college days. We can reminisce. Reminisce. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, I don't remember her name. <laughs> he know who I'm about to say, <laughs> but she wanted this boy so bad. <laughs> And there was one night she cashed Fuck it. you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all let her walk me to the door, man. He drank a little bit too much. And we know it. We like, bro, this ain't for you. You got to go back to the room. Right, chill. We like, we'll take him. She like, I got him. I'm going to make sure he get there. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you the cafeteria conversations the next day. The next day. <laughs> Had a lot of people rolling. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna leave. He got home safe. Oh, damn. He got home safe. Oh, my God. And went right to sleep. No. After a while. <laughs> he said, no. <laughs> After a while. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. And her smile, like, for the remainder of the semester, her smile. Oh, my God. She walked in. Just glorious. I can't with you. You know, and, aura. and we knew what it was. Yeah. <laughs> he knew what it was, and she knew what it was. And that's it. Oh Love man. It, man, Love that's it. amazing. Love you more, man. Yo, we had so much. I swear, if if Morrisville was a four year school, I think we all would have stayed there. Yeah, man. We had so much fun, and just the relationships, man. That like, we and, built. And that, that's the importance of college, man. Like for anybody that can experience it, man, get away. Right. Get mm-hmm. away from your socialization. Experience something new. Don't be afraid to jump out there and figure it out. Cause I'm telling you, man, it's the relationship piece that you build, the people you connect with, the longevity of relationships, man. It's a lifetime, man. And it's that, fulfilling. That was my biggest regret. I didn't go away for college. Okay. I stood in New York City. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We had a blast, man. Everybody, uh everybody around me that went. Had a blast, and I would just show up at their parties. Yeah, like I, yo, I, I'm in the linebacker out to Alex, uh, Alex Lewis. Yeah, man, Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. He left. He left Moville and signed with Wisconsin. Yeah, mm. I think the game that did. Remember, we came back here and we played Montgomery County. Yeah, because mm. Montgomery County was a powerhouse. Yeah, right? it, was, it was official. Yeah, that's Rockville, Maryland. Yeah, but yeah, I to in the beginning. yeah. Yep, that's where I went originally, and then my roommate. Right. That was that situation. Yep, Montgomery County. Yeah, he showed out. He did he. They came to see somebody else. And saw him. And saw him. From from he just dominated the game. He was our wow. middle linebacker. Monster. Yeah. I swear after after our sophomore his sophomore year, Wisconsin picked him up and he was a badger. Immediately. Immediately. And then Detroit signed him. I think they signed him in like what, the fifth round? Third. Third round. Third round. Mm. Picked him Third up. Round. Yeah man, That's dope. Yeah. some gems, baby. Yeah, for real. I'll tell you, JUCO. It's where the, you know, not not the bullshit, but you got some real dogs in JUCO. Yeah, because those are your real athletes that are out of this world, but grades help them up. They have yeah. distractions. They have they have like real life distractions that are like you know right. distracting them. It to be honest, it's it it honestly saved my life. To be honest, right, right, because. 
For one, it's hard to get out of this city, especially mm. when you don't have nobody pulling for you to get out. Right. So to so to go on your own and try to find somewhere for you to make yourself better, a lot of people not receptive to that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the the city has its own name. Right. And you know, people just kind of, you know, put their own thoughts to different things. Right. Mm. And 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 so for me, like I said, with that situation with how it started, but not being able to get there, but then getting there, it was like, bro, I don't even want to come home on breaks. I don't want to come home on nothing. Like, I want to be here. I want to do what I got to do. And I'm on to the next place. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it saved my life, man. It, it saved my life. That's I what I tried to tell my nephew, that. yo. I told him, remember when remember he was staying with me up here? I said, yo, when you go to Wesley College, yo, don't come back, yo. Wesley? Yeah, he West was up in, no, up in, uh, up, okay. up in Delaware. Okay. And the coach was like, man, I send kids to, um, what you call them? He ran a 4 three forty. Yeah. H talked to him like, yo, you ain't ready, man. He was giving him that, you know what I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, real. Yeah. Told him, like, yo, don't come home. He came home. He back yeah. in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it's, it's different, man. Yeah. It's di- like, when we came up, it wasn't that, oh, if I'm not starting, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Right? It was that, all right, let me get in the weight room. Mm-hmm. Let me challenge this dude. Let me go out to practice early and do what I need to do. All right, let me work my way up the depth chart. When I got up to Chuco, I didn't start initially. Nope. But here's the thing. We were big. I, I peeped out. No receiver was blocking. Mm-hmm. I started taking pride in pancaking, blocking DBs. They used to and started. Up. Sure enough. Mm. Ever since then. I had the hands. I can run route. I can mm-hmm. catch. But, you know, it's political too. Mm-hmm. Right? Man, I started pancaking people nobody else was blocking. Smith, you in. Mm. Thank you. You found you found your niche. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Figuring it out. Instead of just quitting. Yep. Mm-hmm. And or not running. only, yo, when I tell you. She, that's I, dope. I call, she, she caught everything. Over the top. Don't matter. Just throw, put the ball out there. He going to catch that shit. Right, bro. <laughs> you caught the <laughs> I forgot what game, but you caught it. It was a pass in the it was a pass in the fairies on the defense, but you threw up after, after you, like he caught it. Oh yeah, yeah. Sat yeah. down. He was like, "Yo, throw the flag." <laughs> no, throw the flag. And he threw I up. Need that. I need yeah. that. He kept it moving. I know what's going on. I need that. Word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it, I mean, it was bland, but he still caught the ball. Still caught the ball. That's dope. And when he caught the ball, he he waved it to the ref like you gonna throw that flag down because you already know. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it, it was dope, man. Yeah, man. It, it was such a brother. Playing on that old Forest Park field, I I know, man. That motherfucker was going over there playing. You had to be straight up and down. Like when I played at Poly, it was nothing but but dirt and a little patch. Of, it it might have been grass, yeah. but it was probably weeds on the side. Yep. So, but they was but they like you said, they was tough. Yeah. You knew you was going to go over there. Like, I don't care where you was going. If you played, like, especially when it was MSAs, all the cap schools and, and uh, public schools played each other. Yeah. You go you, you go to some schools in the city that, you know what I mean, you just bad knuckle up and play. Yeah. And good luck on making it out. Yeah. Wow. You know? Good Going luck getting Dunbar. back to the bus. You know? All right. Now, fast forward. Yeah, man. Oh, man. We done with Morrisville. Yeah. We had a blast. You know, it's only two-year school. Um, what was after that? So at the Morrisville, uh, got a scholarship to West Virginia Wesleyan. 
Dope. Down in Buckhannon, West Virginia. Same thing, wide receiver. Coming in, dog. Had film this time, but realized the film the coach sent wasn't the best film. So I had to send my own. Mm. Right? So when I get there, you know, it's uh it's it's a couple guys already starting and all of that. I get it. I hear you. But we got three weeks of camp, baby. What's up? You know, so let's ride. Let's do this. You know, so in the midst from the beginning of camp to the end of the camp, you know, coach named me the starter on game day in the locker room at the pregame speech. Mm. You know, so same mentality, same dude, same motto, same mindset. I'm just trying to get it where I fit in, mm. you know, and I, I'm trying, I'm trying to get mine. I need to eat. I need that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let me get that. Right. You know, if you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it. Right. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. But I'll coach you up, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you right. I'll get you straight I'm, I'm away. a team player regardless. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you won that out rightfully, I still got love for you. Mm-hmm. Right. But you may not have it for too long because I'm coming. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and, and that's the that's that mindset that you can't teach, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 in yeah. you or it's not. Yep. I feel like that mindset has been lost a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make yeah. it hard for you. Like yeah. when you talk that stuff, it's just... yeah. That's what people I'm don't understand from. when they say steel sharp and steel. I'm gonna make it hard for you. I'm supposed to. Yeah. Supposed to make it as competitive as possible. Yeah. So if you're just a better person, you're just better. Right. And I respect that. Yeah. Hey. And so and, and you know you take it back to like the Bobby Knight days, right? Mm-hmm. You used to throw the chairs across the you know the, the court and slapping people on the court, right? Now you yell at somebody, they ready to transfer, they gone. Mm-hmm. Like whoever these little league coaches is, we gotta stop making it easy on these kids because that's the foundation of when they get to college. You know what I'm saying? That's what they breed it with. You know, and 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 when they in no man's land, when you got stand alone, they can't stand on their own too, mm. and and that destroys them. So it's like, man, let me get up out of here before I get ate up. And and you find them transferring, and now that's the trend. Mm. And now that it's publicized so much because social media is readily accessible at our fingertips, we can see that. Oh, he went to Maryland next year. He transferring to such and such. You know, because of X, Y, and Z, and it's like, bro. Like, what happened to competitiveness? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Earning it. Yeah. Right, because I'm sure, like, when you get to the league, those people that uh, pay you, they're yeah. going to tell you what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no remorse. Like, I'm paying you to do a job. For sure. For sure. And in every level right. is, the, is the opportunity for you to have to prove yourself again. Mm. Okay. Right, right. So if you was the man law league, when you get to high school, you got to prove yourself. When you get to college, the best of the best is here. It's called elevation. You know what I'm saying? And so now, okay, you at this tryout. When H and I went to the arena joint, we don't know where we were. We just knew it was a bunch of athletic guys that was here, and every man was for themselves. Around the world. You knew you got to buff somebody's ass. Man. Yo. It was, what was it, a two-day tryout? Two-day. You had to make the second day. You had to make the second day. Me and she went there like, yo, we're going to do what we do. We're going to bust somebody's ass. Hey, yo. And, and he stayed with me. We made the first cut and went there the second day. Yeah. And you, I'm talking people flying in from California. All around the world, bro. 
just to make this 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 professional team for the opportunity. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, but you know, back to the you know the question went down to uh, West Virginia Wesleyan, man, and you know that was a predominantly white college, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it was a I was definitely out of my socialization, right? We talking about going and you talking about when you you hear racism and you hear people calling you different names and all of that. Baltimore, you may not see it that much because you're from here and everybody look like you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You go to these different spots and you really get to experience it. Mm. I'm talking about walking in restaurants and the music stop and everybody staring at you like, bro, what are you like, what are you doing in here? Like who are you? Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, those were those days. You know. Wow. But you know, I I never was the individual that get in, you know. It blows my mind for some individuals. Like, if somebody calls you out of your name, you get blown out of shape, right? And it's like, mm. what did you say? What did you do? And, the, you know, I'm always a laid-back guy. Very observant. You know, play the background. Don't do too much. You know, breathe easy. Uh, so, you know, in the midst of it, I'm just trying to figure it out. Like, you know, why are they doing this? Right. You know, and then I came to realization from being in class with a lot of individuals like, bro, this is what they're taught. Mm -hmm. Right. So until they interact with somebody such as myself, Mm. I'm actually a teaching tool to them that I didn't even recognize. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because now in their mind, they like. This is different from what I was was told. Right. He's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, once I figured that out. Oh, Wesleyan was a breeze. I loved it. Mm. Loved it. And I did my internship at the police department. My man. I was a criminal justice my major. Mm. Loved it. My you know? But, you know, like I said, relationship-based. Built some of the best relationships in my life, man. Still have them to this day. Absolutely. Love. It's love. That's where it was at. Mm. So you did, what, two years at Wesleyan? Two years, baby. And then uh, came back home. Came back home, man. What was the passion when you came back home? Back to reality. Mm. Right? Back to the city. Situation where I'm like, bro, I got some degrees now. But but being the first person with degrees, what does that mean? Mm. Mm. I and, and, and that didn't sit in until I got back. Mm. Right? Because it's like, how can you fault your peoples for not speaking to you a certain way when they don't understand what this language is. Mm. Right? Say it again. Nobody went to college. How can they tell me how to progress from gaining a degree and now you need to take these steps? This right. is foreign to them. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was a situation where, like I said, same motto from the beginning. That's what I'm saying. You got to figure it out. Right? Mm-hmm. So criminal justice degree. I'm back. I say, all right. I want to protect the president, right? CIA, something like that. All right, put the application in. Did not realize how long that process was and how relationships can affect that process. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I never understood that until I got to that point. So people you knew, relatives, people you hung out with, et cetera, that again. has an impact on that type of profession. Mm. However, in the meantime, in between time, the mindset was don't sit and just wait for that. Start doing something. Keep planting seeds. Right? Because I'm like, 
with this degree, I I can get a job. It may not be what I want, but I can get a job somewhere. Mind you, the streets is is your number one job, right in this city. Mm-hmm. People will welcome you with no interview, Thank right? You. No resume, mm-hmm. no job readiness. Mm-hmm. Come on up, we'll teach you on site, ready to go. So, get a job at a group home. I'm like, okay. All right, I'm working. I got a little bit of money coming in. I'm good. I'm all right. Figure it out. And then I'm like, yo, this this profession is crazy. Like, I didn't know how much I like working with people, mm. kids specifically. All right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm at this group home, and I'm like, all right, this is it. Mind you, unlimited overtime. Right? And we talking about somebody coming from college for – a job that was $30,000 to doubling that. Mm. Right? And you, I'm young. Mm-hmm. Range Rover. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> Kill you can see that. Kill right? No money management skills. None nine. of that. Right? right, right, right. Straight Kill out them. there. Right? Let me, let me get that. <laughs> Townhouse. Range Rover. Uh-huh. They thought you was a dope boy. They oh, man. Know. Couldn't tell me nothing. Right. right? None of the skills to really figure it out and, and make. Meaningful choices at the time, mm. right? Don't regret it because you know it positioned hey, me to, life. You know, to, to get where That's I'm at. How you learn. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, working at the group home, and it's like, shit, this can't be it. You know, I still didn't get that call yet. So, something else got to give, you know. And and in the midst of waiting on somebody or something else. To step in to change the situation for me, I realize I'm putting I'm I'm putting too much power into situations I have no control over. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and so at that point it was like, bro, you need to go back to school. I'm like, you do? Yeah, you love what you do, so you need to tackle this social work thing. You're right. Okay, that is me. This this is authentic. Mm. You know, my engagement with that's one of my best qualities, rapport building. Mm. Right? Mm. Can't teach that. Mm. It's either in you or it's not. You right. You know what I'm saying? Preach. And so it was a situation where it was like, bro, in order for you to take it to the next level, you gotta strengthen yourself. Mm. So I say, all right. And so my mindset is always, bro, I'm gonna go back to school because the environment that I grew up in, people don't have no masters. Let alone an associate's degree. Right. Let me let me just go in and do this because if I show up, I can look like them and they can believe that, yo, this is achievable. This is within reach. This is somebody who lived in this house on this block. Lights was cut off. Didn't know what meal they was getting the next day. House raided. Down a police station because house shot up. Relatives selling drugs. Right? This is somebody who... Bro, they made it out and they figured it out. So I'm like, all right, that's my drive for me wanting to do what I'm trying to do. Mm. So, you know, that led me to graduate school. That led me to Morgan, baby. Mm. The Morgan State University, baby. Mm. Come on, bro. Now, you, now you're talking a little too sexy. Right. Hey, man, hey, we can get Ooh. sexy, baby. Ooh. We can get sexy, baby. We can get yeah, sexy. That was, that was, that was mm. hard. Hey, and, and you know. Morgan was a situation where I was a little older. I experienced everything I needed to experience, right? right. Like I told you, I had the Range Rover, right? 
I had the own place. I had some money in my pocket, right? No kids. Ready to go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, every club, buying all bottles, thinking, you know, mm -hmm. okay, this is the perception I need to give in order to receive whatever it is that I'm missing to receive. Mm. And then it was like, what do you think that you're missing? Mm. You know what I'm saying? What is it? And and I had to figure that out because it's like perception is a mofo. But if I can persuade you that I'm it, you want to figure what that it is. And that draws you to me. Mm. Mm. So come on over. Come on over. You can ride shotgun. I got you. We can ride out. Right. <laughs> you know, we can get this meal. We can get this meal. We can get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, you know, grown-ups. Now, I love it. I want to know what made, what made your mindset shift from being an employee to being a boss and paving your own way, being a businessman, an entrepreneur. Now, this is your business. What made that happen? Yeah. What was the transition? What What was the point that where, you know what? I, I've been doing this for a minute now. Yeah, man. Shout out to AGS programs, man. AGS. Yeah, man. That's where we at, man. Achieving your greatest self. My man. Right? Uh, you know, from work, for working for different individuals, at some point, you got to realize what you can take from the individual or the company and what you cannot take, right? And there was a situation where I felt like I didn't grasp as much as I can grasp, but I feel like I can do something differently. Mm. But recognizing that I wasn't in no position to do anything differently. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so at that point, that's what actually um, structured my mindset to say, "Hey, uh, if you having these, if you having these different thoughts, what are you going to do about it?" Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you know, thoughts are just thoughts. You know, they 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 roll around your mindset, and then at some point, you gotta figure out, all right, where the action take place at? Right. Where, What's where's next? the action? Right. What's going on? What you what you gonna do about it? Is this just gonna be something you just talk about, or? Are you going to try to change it? And recognizing that I wasn't in a position to change forced me to get into a position to change. Mm. And, you know, and, and that's what that's what transitioned, you know, uh, my mindset of wanting to get my own. And, and also it was it was a friend of mine, you know, at my wedding in Jamaica. You know, he let me know, like, bro, when we get back to the States, we need to talk, you know, and I can tell you from. Social work, I'm a clinical licensed social worker. The service delivery part is authentic, right? I love it. Like I said, my greatest strength is to build rapport. You know what I'm saying? And so, and I'm not your traditional social worker, right? I may not throw out, hey, Freud said X, Y, and Z, right? right? I'm getting up close and personal with you. Mm. And we're going to sit down and we're going to rub shoulders and we're going to talk about what's really going on, right? Because some of the situations and things that you're dealing with, already experienced mm. and if i have and i understand what that feeling is right big difference huge difference and so you know my guy we get back in town and he like bro it's time for you to take it to the next level i'm like what you mean right because my mindset is like i always had the mindset to do the non-profit route 
right? Give back to the community. Uh, create some programs. Do this or that. He's like, bro, it's time for you to take it to the next level. We sat down and talked, and I'm like, I get it. I got you. You know, this is the blueprint. And, you know, shout out to this brother, man. Um, I can say his name. Absolutely. You know? Chris Simon, man. Chris Simon, you know, Floyd Telefero. You know, these are some brothers that, you know, are some big time names within, you know, the field. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they, they've, you know, welcomed me with open arms. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and really, you know, Floyd, you know, I worked for his agency. I went through his agency as an intern and then returned back to actually work, mm. you know, and, and Chris, Chris was the one who was behind the scenes who was like, bro, whatever you need, hey, learn it this way. He wasn't the individual that say, here, here you go, everything. He was like, if you want to learn, you need to come and really put in the work, that to, work in. Right. To, to figure this thing out because, you know, I'm not going to set you up for you to fall. Right. And I think that's the beauty of it that people don't recognize. And a lot of people get upset because they get mad when people don't just hand them anything. Ah, oh, ah, oh, mm. glad you, know you said that. Mm. Like, yo, huh, he got a whole blueprint. Right. And it's like. I can't give you that gem just because. But you don't understand the shit. Right. You just want me to give a shit, but don't understand from A to Z mm. how that works. And then when you get in, you lost as I don't know what. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're so, trying to pay the next motherfucker to help you get through that. You know, it's a lot of consultants out here. Shout out to Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Shout yeah, out to Floyd. Yeah. That's my Polygon, guy. That's man. my guy. That's my guy. Yes, hey, hey, we, we both noobs, so that's yeah, my man. guy. Yeah, man. So, you know, it, it was a situation where, you know, both of those brothers really, you know, um, instilled in me, you know, a lot of values as it relates to ownership and entrepreneurship, man. Mm. And, you know, I pay homage to this day, man. At no level where I may get to, man, it's, it's always going to go back to the foundation because the foundation, like I go back to the JUCO, that foundation everywhere else is what takes you to that next level. Mm. Yeah, man. Damn. So, you know, working. So how many facilities you got running right now currently? So I got I got one I got one facility right now. We have uh, outpatient mental health therapy, mm -hmm. individual, family, group therapy. We have psychiatric rehabilitation. We have um, medication management. We have substance abuse IOP. We have OP. Uh, we have DUI early education. So you know if y'all know some judges that you know sentence some guys to get. DUI classes. Come to your Send spot. Send them to AGS programs. AGS. You know, excuse me. We have two rental properties um, that we just came across where we are in the process of getting low intensity uh, substance abuse. So, you know, we we working, man. And and we still doing our community work because that's important, man. We, we love to give back. You know, we, we got to take care of our people. Um, but most importantly, man, we it's important for me to show people that come in the door for treatment that, Hey, you can sit down right next to the CEO and rub arms with them and realize like, Hey man, this is a genuine down to earth individual. And you know, that's who I am. Mm. That's who I am. So, you know, I, I, I pray that, you know, that, that energy never leaves me, man. Absolutely. No matter how much money you transition to, or you make, or you want to make, et cetera, you know, that humbleness, like you spoke about earlier, man, mm -hmm. That's something that's authentic and, and, and that's going to be with you. And it's important for you to work towards keeping that as opposed to losing that. 
That's beautiful. Yeah, man. And what does AGS stand for again? Oh, Achieving Your Greatest Self. Amazing. Yeah, man. It's, and you know, that name came out. It was interesting. I'm like, yo, what am I going to call my what am I call my agency, right? And you know, when when you think about the mental health field, right, you, you, you contemplate the stigma against people getting mental health treatment, mm. right? For one, I'm not crazy. For two, I don't want this person... Understanding what I'm going through, mm-hmm. right? Um, for three, I just don't want it, right? I don't need it or need it. But we'll sit down with our girlfriend or our homeboy, tell our problems to. But then when y'all fall out, everybody else in the circle know about y'all problems. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, right. why not sit down with somebody who? There's laws in place that if somebody tell your information to somebody else, you can sue them. Right. Right? Mm. Why not sit on a couch with somebody like that? Yes, we understand it's a rapport building process. We get it. But you control the narrative. Mm. Right? We're not forcing anybody to say, hey, when you come in, you're experiencing suicide. Why? Right? It, it's, it doesn't work that way. And so the traditional, you know, depiction of, hey, such and such here on the, on the clipboard, you can come on back, right? That Those days of social work is over, mm. right? We meet people where they are. We come to them. If we got to come to your house and you come down in your pajamas, come on. Let's talk. You know, let's sit on the couch. Let's go with it. You might gotta go take it at hygiene, but you know, let's roll with it. <laughs> right. Let's roll with it before we get, you know, up right. close and personal, man. But I think that's that's the best thing about it, man, is is you know, meeting people where they are and bridging the gap that, you know, that that old that old way of doing therapy, you know, it's nah. Stone Age, you don't get nowhere. And like and in Baltimore City specifically. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's a it's a constant war mm. of let me tell somebody my business. Right. Right. So I'm like, bro, you can come in here, right? I can't I can't let you I can't let go of none of your information. Unless it's specific situations, right? Like you um <coughs> a safety issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Harm to self, harm to somebody else. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, then all right, I gotta speak on it. Absolutely. Other than that, you good. It stay right here. And if it get out, you can sue me. Mm. Right. And I think that's important for people to know that is stuff in place for you to come and speak. Sit down on the couch. That's huge. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about it. Where's that facility facility located? Okay, we on 1212 North Wolf Street, two blocks up from Hopkins. Oh, so you in the. Oh, I'm in the heart of it. I'm in the heart of it. It's a great location. I'm in the heart of it. And I love it. He said twelve twelve North Wolf. We right yeah. there. Yeah. As soon as you pass the bridge, pull over. Mm. Come on there. Come on, talk to somebody. Come on in. You know, and you know, like I said, we got the medication management piece. Just because you get assessed for medication does not mean you have to accept the medication. You can say, I do not want it. You have a right to self-determination. We respect that. However, 
<laughs> in the midst that we see your inability to manage your moods effectively when therapy has already been in place, then yes, we will continue to encourage it. But even still, then you have to say so of say, Hey, I wanted it now. Mm. And, and I think that's the misconception of the whole medication piece. Cause people is totally against medication. I don't want to take pills. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm going to be a zombie all day. Right. I get, I get it. Right. It's, it's some places that you, make see you feel like a zombie. All day. Right, right, right. So you, you, you always got to meet a person where they are. Right. So their sense of reality, you cannot disregard that because you never experienced that. Mm, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, and so it's 100%. important for you to really get up and close and personal with that individual so they can say, yo, this person really authentic. And, and you know, I'm vibing with them. Mm. Right. Mm. I'm vibing. You can come, Mr. Smith. What's up, shorty? What's up, dummy? Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing, dummy. You know, I'm going to meet you right where you are and I'm going to communicate you the same way that you communicate with me. Right. Right. Because our younger ones, you can lose them like that. Absolutely. If you're not, if you're not able to speak to them in a manner that they can understand. If you're too professional, they're not fucking. They out the door. Yeah. Gone. They out the door, man. So, you know, this, this, this therapy piece is huge, man, because if you have a brain, you deal with mental health, bro. You deal with mental health. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was gonna ask you about. Coming, um, like I explained um to these brothers that like a lot of times because we from Baltimore, it's not it's not necessarily that Baltimore hate the police department. It's just like it's like it's like cripping and blood for most people. It's like that's just what that's what's in us because that's what was taught. And then with all of the the different things from family members, you know what I'm saying, like can you get into that being a mental health professional knowing like I, I really don't know how to qualify, but like to try to understand it to a to, to try to explain it to a person and explain it to our audience coming from that. Like the generational things yeah. that you have to deal with. Can you speak on that? Like the reasons why like people like, yo, Baltimore, y'all just I said, yo, you just got to the people that get out. It's not that we really get out, but trying to explain it. Like, I know you could articulate it way better than I can because, you know, being a professional. Yeah, man. You know, trauma is real, man. Mm. Right. And 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 that's the foundation of it all. Right. Because you can open your door. I know for me, trauma hit for me. Like I said, I had previous family family members who were in the streets. Trauma hit for me. Every time I heard a door close, I was running to the window thinking my door was going to get kicked in. Mm. Right. You know, and so it's it's various situations that we have start to become immune to things because it hits so much that it's like, oh, it's supposed to happen. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so for everybody on the outside looking in, you really got to dig in deep to those different levels, right? Because you just see stuff on the tip of the iceberg. Right. So when you see this person struggling with anger and lashing out, mm. it's like, what's under that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why why do you think he respond in this way? It's just, no, he 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 punched the wall and he need to go. And it's like, all right, let, let me backtrack and, and let me try to dissect this thing. And I get it, right? It's a lot of people who not in position to really, you know, backtrack and really dig into deep to that. 
such as police officers, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all not in position to be mental health professionals. You know what I'm saying? Um, but there are a lot of things that play a part in situations that that makes a person respond a certain way, right? Because if my granddaddy, my daddy, my brother, and now my son is doing the same thing, how are you going to come in here and tell me I should do it differently? Mm. This is generational stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Of seeing the same thing over and over and over and over again. This is generational stuff. And so my mindset is, bro, I'm just trying to show you a different way or a different approach of doing it because there is a different way. Mm-hmm. It may look foreign to you, right? You may not understand it initially, but if you keep at it and keep trying it, it could come out as a positive for you. But that's, you know, that's up to you. You know, that that's definitely up to you. So that generational piece, man, is huge, man. It's huge. And a lot of people really don't understand that because we talking about, Breaking down those barriers, mm, right. you know, breaking down those barriers where people let alone want to talk about themselves. But then when we get into like family history, a lot of them don't even know it. Mm. So it's like, how can you really break a barrier that you have no idea? Mm. All you know is behavior, right? And and everything is learned behavior. Right. We do this over and over again. It's learned. We've seen it somewhere. We heard it. We're going to continue it. Yeah. Until somebody's able to break that for us, we stuck. Wow. <sighs> Damn. Damn well, well said. I wish I could put that on the tape and what? just. Right. Every station need to hear that, bro. I'm still di- digesting. Bro, but that's everywhere. That's that's all it's our hoods. Facts. That's all of that's all of our hoods. That's hundred percent facts. How 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 this brother just articulated that was just absolutely like it's it's what is in in a nutshell, this is what this is why we were doing what we were doing. Trying to give people a different option, but also trying to explain to them like we've been there. But you know what I'm saying, to to everybody who sat where you sat is the same, you know, they, they didn't articulate it as well as you did. But that was the point that they've been trying to get to. And, you know, I, I think the mindset would be different, right? Because it's like, if this is all a person know, how can you expect for them to behave differently? Mm. Right? Yeah. If if they seen this all their life and now they're off the leech and they're able to experience life on their own and then they mimic the same behaviors, how can you expect them to, you know, do something differently if they don't leave their socialization. Mm-hmm. You know, this is all they know. I mean, we know in Baltimore City, it's a lot of dudes that don't even, from West Baltimore, don't even go to East Baltimore. At all. They foreign to it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Another country. So, you know, it. it's tough, man. I explained that to my wife, man. She's from Massachusetts. She said, she said, where you from? I said, the state of Baltimore. She was like, huh? I said, Baltimore is the state. Maryland's the country. Straight up. That's how we roll. I said, and when you understand that, that's how people move. Yeah. It's it's different. You, you man, I got you, family members won't come out here. They think it's a whole they think it's foreign. You go out of town and say I'm from Maryland if you want. Right. They can be like, huh? <laughs> so I'm from Baltimore. Why? Oh why? It hit different. You know what I, Bro, when I was in college, the why was coming out. Yeah. They was like, bro, y'all live like that? I'm like, no. It's worse than that, bro. Why? 
It's just TV. But their perception of what was what they seen, they couldn't even fathom with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say, man, back to that foundation, man, that dog, man, it's situations and circumstances that create that, man. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's, it's in you. It's in you. How you felt when uh how you felt when I told you I was getting on the job at Baltimore? Safety. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I'm like, yo, is my bro gonna be all right? Right. Cause I'm like, bro, you got I'm like, yo, you coming into a foreign territory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't understand how we move. You know, you don't you don't talk like we talk. Mm-hmm. They gonna smell you out quick. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um, but I also know what type of dude you are. So I'm like, he gonna be all right. You know, um, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, from all the negative stuff that they say about police in the city, I know this one brother that, you know, he can speak some truth to something that's, you know, opposite of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and so it's like it's like the gift and the curse. Right. You know, the curse is you having to figure it out. And you did. And so now the gift is your ability to be able to sustain in it. Right. And you know, 10 years in, you figured it out. Right. You know, so I, you know, I love it, man. I love I, it, man. I, I, I was blessed when, when you asked me to, um, your son. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. My son was, my son was, you know, everybody think, and that's the thing. I'll make that clear. Just because I'm a licensed social worker, that doesn't mean my son is going to listen to me the way my clients listen to me. Mm. Because at home I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at the office I'm a social worker. <laughs> right. Right. My wife specifically tells me leave that social worker shit <laughs> at the office. <laughs> right. Just like I tell her, leave that nursing shit at the office. <laughs> right, right, right. Right. But I love it to death, man. But um, you know, my son, man, he was he was acting up, acting up, and you know, I reached out to to H and I'm like, bro, I'm gonna need you on this one. You know what I'm saying? Because I I knew just from our relationship. Look at my son like that's his son. Absolutely. Mm. You know, so it was an opportunity for my son to hear from somebody else that's saying the same thing, but wasn't in the position of dad. You feel me? And 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 that's the that's the problem with the virtual homeschool learning right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents is frustrated because they ran out of patience, but they they fail to realize that their kids is always going to look at them as parents. Mm. So although you're doing virtual school at home, you're still mommy and daddy, right? People respond. Kids receive responses from certain people a certain way. Everybody does. Right. 100%. Right? You know, you know, they say they have, you had your, your work wife or work husband, mm. you know, in school, you got your teacher that can say, Hey, do I need to call your mother or you give me a hug or something? Kid be right on point. Mm-hmm. At home where you got, hey, sit down, listen, this and that. When they don't, patients get out the door and you fussing and you yelling. And you just got to realize that your kids is not used to 24-7 parenting. Absolutely. And, and and that's huge. You know, but, um, you know, back to H, man. He, you know, told him the situation with my son. You know, he said, come up to the station, you know. Soon as I got to the station, got out the car. I'm like, "What's up, bro?" Ain't ain't really shake my hand. He just grabbed my son and yanked him and took him into the station. Heard out. When my son left the station, he, you know, humble, understood. Situation was totally different from that his, point his on. His swag was different. Yeah, it's been better. It's been better ever since. 
It's been better, man. You want to know what I did? What? I grabbed him from you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I took him inside the district. Which mm-hmm. district? Northeast. Nah, okay. <laughs> I didn't say nothing to him. I took him aside and I put him in the fucking holding cell. That's it. I put I put the I put I put handcuffs on him and I handcuffed him to a bench. And I left I told she stay I said don't don't worry about it. I left his ass in there for about a good half an hour, forty five minutes. He ain't like it. He was crying. Crying the whole time. You don't want that. I was the last person he saw. You know why I did that? Because I wanted to give him that feeling. That's dope. And they the old school shit. Hey, yo, yeah. You ain't hey, talking yo. about that. That's dope. I, right. I left him in there because, you know what? It was between me and she. And he asked me. And I took it so serious. Because nowadays, our children, I say ours because we all give a part in raising each other's children. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It takes a village. And that's true. Straight up. So when, I, when he, that's the first time he ever came across me and saw me. I didn't say nothing to him. I treated him like he was a suspect. Right. I put his ass in the holding cell, put the handcuffs on him. I left him in there for about a half an hour. And then I had I then I had different officers going there to talk to him. Yeah. One for instance, Bolt. Bolt went in there and talked yep. to him. I had another officer going there and talk to him. Huge. And then I was the last person to go in there and talk to him. And after that, I gave him to his father. And none of that on camera. No, no, it don't need to be on camera. Mm, it don't need to be. Yeah. We, we we don't need the limelight. Mm-hmm. Right. That's love. It's authentic. Authentic all day. Told mm-hmm. she, listen, I love you. He he took he took little man and kept kept it moving. And I went back to the service. Home. Quiet ride home, right? Quiet ride home. You saved somebody's son. Yeah, man. I took that shit serious. When he goal. told me what he's doing. Brother's son. I said, yo, uh, yo, as soon as you talk, I said, drop his ass off right now. Drop right. him off. Right. That's the goal, man. And and you How's know, he doing now? He doing he doing good, man. How, how long ago was that, bro? He was probably five like years s- ago. He was probably like seven. That was like seven years ago because he's yeah. fourteen now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Whoo. Yeah. That was dope. Caught so him at he, the perfect time. Yeah, high school, man. You know, he, he playing football. You know. Wide receiver. Yep. That's dope. Yep. He better than you. Getting it? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, nah. nah, I'm a competitive dog. dog. Yeah, absolutely, I'm a competitive. Absolutely. The dog yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, yeah, he, you know, he the type of kid that he didn't have to grow up like I grew up, man. So that dog is yeah. lacking. Yeah. It's lacking. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like all our kids are gonna have that. Yeah. But you Andre Agassi said it, bro. They grow up different. I can't suffer from affluence. Absolutely. But you know what? The dog is different, but they're gonna understand hard work. You worried out. What, what it takes to I, get to that I level, that, yeah. if right. they want to get there. I just want you, I just want you to work hard, know a phenomenal work ethic, and if you get to that level, you get to it. The biggest thing I want you to be is professional in life. Yeah, huh? and you know, you know, I I want them to understand the difference between hard work and competing. Yes, right. It's it's hard work when we all lined up and we got to run to the next line and see who get there first. Right. Right. It's hard work when we all scheduled to be in the weight room at this time and we got throw up this many reps. Competitiveness come in when you by yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm. nobody on the line with you. Nobody tell looking me. at you. Right? Tell me, tell me, tell you me. tired. Right. But you know you need to get this done because there's somebody out there Ooh. trying to snatch it. Mm. That's competitive. That's what I'm trying to instill in myself. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? about that. 
Man, it's, it's, it's deep and that's lost, man. That's, that's lost. It's lost because a lot of kids want to be given everything. And unfortunately, we got some punk ass parents that take the path of least resistance. And not only that, but can, I, I'll go. I'll go and say this: we got some punk ass athletes that are just giving it away, and they and they, they're not teaching that to their kids. Yeah, and they're all oh, because I'm, you know, my dad's this. Yeah, and they never oh, yeah. make it. If yeah. you play football, and they never make man, it. Yeah, you play football with this man. Yeah. I run through a wall for this man right now. I'm ready to go outside. Yo, and I'm yo. 70 pounds overweight. No, no. Let, let I'm, me, I'm yo, ready, let me, ready yo, to run the rock for yo, y'all, yo. Coming from where we come from, bro. Yo, if you ain't had no points on your lunch card, bro, that was it. Bro, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. In camp. Tell right? him. At camp. At the camp. This when, you know, tempers flare. Everybody trying to show like, yo, I'm the man. This when Everybody wanted to fight, mm. right? And it's funny we was yeah, on the that bus. Was our era. That was our era. We was on a bus getting ready to go somewhere, and I said something. And I was like, "And who want to fight about it?" And Ace was like, "Yo, what's up? Who said what's up? Who want to fight?" I'm like, "Look at you, want to fight, bro? Like, chill. Y'all want to jump and fight, man? Just chill out, man." But that was the mentality back, and that was the competitiveness right. that we had in right. each other. It was like. Bro, you're going to have to kill me to right. not get me in this spot. Where for right. us, like, a fight wasn't a fight. It was competitive. Yeah. It but was you know a what? It was a competition. Sometimes yeah. it ended in blows. It did. Oh, yeah. On the field. It did. But, but, you know, right? love but we still hugged in right. the locker room. Yeah. Because we knew what it was. The football, just the football, the family, the tradition is different. When you get out there and your fellow brother's busting his hump just like you are, and he come up short, you still going to, that's family. Mm-hmm. You're not going to let nobody touch family. Yep. Because we went through it. Yeah. Two a days. Even in the springtime, 4 a.m. What we had to do after the season was over? Oh, man. We had to get up, what, 4 or 5 in the morning? To be in the gym by 5? Yep. Ready to sprint? You're in trouble. Right. And we coming from a juco. And so this, ain't nothing given to us. This was back then when three of days were still in still place. Still in place. Mm. Right? Wow. You know, they cut all of that. Right. Yeah. People was dying after that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Over 90 degree weather. This was three yeah. of days. Wow. Right. You had to be at a different mindset. As crucial as it sounds, but that's what it takes. Yeah. Because it was because just like goofy parents, it was some goofy coaches that didn't understand. Like we did three a days, but it was like they gave water. You earned your water, but they what they was trying to tell you was like just work, and then the water's gonna come. People was thinking, I need water as soon as you get out there. It's like yeah. work. We got you. Yeah. Right. And then it was some goofy. It was a few goofy coaches that messed it up, and then they just took it away. Yeah. I I, I tell you point. one thing. That's a good point. What what Uncle Reggie said last week, and she could tell you, yo. I give it to Florida. Son, they athletes is different. Natural. Way different. Come out the womb. Come out the womb. Yo, what was his name? I think his name was Champ. Oh, He's Champ, a, yeah. Middle linebacker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, you want to talk about Florida? Full dreads. Fucking gold teeth, deep yeah. voice. He barely spoke. She, am I right? Am I am I wrong? You're right, bro. He barely spoke, but that boy could play some football. Yeah, caught a charge, didn't he? I, I think. So. Yeah, he yeah, did. Yeah, caught a charge. Caught a charge. He was in jail upstate New York. Yeah, same thing with Twan. Ran the corner from the campus.
Yo, I'm telling yo, yeah. yo, yo, bro. The breed of athletes that we came across and rub shoulders with and grind with is different. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Like but, we said earlier, Twan should be retiring from the NFL right now. Right. Yeah. 18, 19 years of age, he was a D tackle, 6'5, 330. Did yeah. cartwheels, five consecutive cartwheels back to back. This dude different. Yo, I'm telling you, Florida athletes is different. The only way I absolutely know, because I saw it straight up when I went to elite camp for my junior year and dudes was H size from Texas. I'm like, yo, y'all go to Maryland? They like, nah, homeboy, we here with you. So for junior elite camp, you can ask everybody that went to camp with me, yo. My man Willie that lost his spot, the um the Mike Vick brother, everything. Yeah. Dude from Florida. We don't remember his name. Your name was Scraped Up. <laughs> that was your name because your kids were saying Scraped Up. Yeah. And we was like, yo, Scraped Up, yo. Yeah. 105 degree weather, yo. This man hit me, yo, from the from the safety spot coming coming off a sweep. The first person ever in the middle of the summertime to knock snot bubbles out my nose, yo. Yeah. Running the ball. And I used to, I was, I love hitting and, and, and giving out. I didn't care how big you was. I said, like H was, I was like. That's oh yeah, this dude. That was different. You remember that? That's meaningful, baby. Well, I had I had ten touchdowns and damn near two thousand. Yeah, this boy looked at me like, "Well, I yeah. run a 35 touchdowns." I said, "One season?" Yeah, that's meaningful. I said, "Wow." I'm telling you. And so I I think it the question me. is, how do we change the narrative, right? Mm. Because people people are unique within themselves, right? And and we never know a person's situation or circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, how can we how can we tap into that instead of putting them in this category of oh they just don't want it mm. right and that's and that's related to like lower league sports right and that's that's where the coaching got to take the step to the next level right it's no longer running Oklahoma and whoever hit the hardest right right, right. and the kid that say. Man, F this shit and throw his helmet and walk off the field. And you just say, forget that kid. Let him go. He ain't tough. It's no longer that. No, it's no longer that. Bro, it's no longer that, right? Because as I go back to this statement of trauma, right? If this kid is used to getting abused and got hit like that, Mm. that can transition a mindset back to that trauma. Wow. And they want to escape from it. And now you lost. Wow. You lost. But since that we're one. unable to recognize it, right, 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 we put them in that category, and that damaged the kid even further. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so we're in a different lifetime. We're in the different circumstances. We're in different situations, man. But this mental health is real, man. And I think yeah. it's time for us to really tap into it and really, you know, try to address it, even from the police standpoint. Absolutely. You know. Definitely, man. Hundred percent. Definitely, man. Because you know, I I'm a law abiding citizen, right? So I love the police. Please protect me. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Please. That's what, right. that's what our taxes right? pay for. Please. I'm gonna say it again. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? I'm I'm not a street dude. I've never been out there in the streets, right? I Lord, I know a lot of street individuals. Mm-hmm. However, you know, they also understand I'm not cut from that car. And yeah. I'm not afraid to say that. Absolutely not. Right? He was the that's athlete they not kept out me. of trouble. Right. You know, that's He's not the me. They kept out I of trouble. I had relatives who been in the game. Mm-hmm. And there was one time I tried. I was 10 years old. I tried. 
And I almost got my head knocked off. Mm. And I ain't never go back after that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I tried to step into that. It wasn't allowed to me. And I moved on. You know what I'm saying? So we got to recognize. We got to recognize it for what it is, man. And, and, and really get back to those principles. Uh, you know, the OGs that are out there. Right? Because let's be realistic. There's some individuals who the street life is all they know. Absolutely. That's their profession. And that ain't going nowhere. Right? And they're going to stay in it until they can't stay in it anymore. Facts. I I get that. I'm going to stay in social work until I can't stay in it anymore. <laughs> right? But I also know the intern that's coming up with me that's trying to be a social worker, uh-huh. I'm going to make sure I groom that intern the best way that I can to make them the best social worker that they can be. Right? We need to transition that mindset back out into the community. Right? Because it's a lot of people who are in different job specs but don't have an idea of what they're doing. And it's causing a lot of problems everywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, I like I, I was speaking about earlier, I remember at 10 years old, I almost got my head knocked off for trying to run out a pack. Mm. Right? This was back then when a 25 pack, $275. You get like $75 off the pack back then. Mm. Right? I was observing. I told you I was mm. observing at, mm. at 10. I'm trying to figure it out because I'm seeing like, yo, with a brag on. I need that. You know, especially growing up, if my light's getting cut off. Mm-hmm. And I know I can do X, Y, and Z to prevent that. Let me try to bring another 75 in the house. Mm. You know what I'm And that's the disconnect that people fail to realize that a lot of people who are in these different situations and circumstances are in survival mode. Mm. They're in, they, they, they trying to survive to get to the next day. Right. It's not even to the next week. Mm-hmm. Next it's day. just to the yep. next day. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so when you come in, if a person physiological needs not met, right? How are you going to get them to come in and talk about their depression? Mm. And they need somewhere to stay. Wow. wow. Right? How, how, how am I going to get you to sit down and talk about coping skills for your depression? But I don't know where I'm going to lay my head at tonight. God damn, I got to pour another one. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. but, but, and, and that's when you separate from that textbook mentality. Yes, sir. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause you got to get up and close and personal with people. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's why it makes you great at what you do because it's, it's different. It's different. When you get up close and personal with people and, and know exactly what they're feeling. And when, and when they understand and understand the message of where you're coming from, it's like, Damn, I just felt that way. And and you know the 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 thing is, I may not know what they feeling. My goal is to try to identify with something that they're presenting. Mm. Right? And if I can identify with that because for an example, I don't get high. Right? But if they come in and say, "Hey, I get high." My next question is, "Well, how does getting high make you feel?" Mm. And if they're able to describe a feeling that I can identify with, then it's hey, I haven't I haven't gotten high, but 
I know how it feels to be sad, to be depressed, to be in guilt. From what I've seen. Etc. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and and that's what helps people to say, you know what? That's what bridges that gap. Whatever they said mental health was. It makes you relatable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, nah, they was lying about that because right. from talking to this person. I feel good. I feel different. Right. Like you know I'm not I'm the saying? only one that's going through it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This this not just me. Right. You know, we love to personalize stuff. Right? We love to say, you know, my life is just a mess and I'm the only one. And and it's like, ma'am or sir, trust me, I've heard way worse. Absolutely. And I never put myself to the point where I've heard it all because when you do, you hear something new. Yes, sir. Every single Every time. time. Every single time. Nothing is routine. Nothing. Not, and so that's why my mindset of treatment is not textbook treatment right right because just like you said nothing is routine every individual is unique within themselves absolutely right so try to so trying to pull out this framework to work for this specific individual mm. and that specific individual you got to find john doe's um, framework to treatment to work that one right you know what i'm saying absolutely because everything's unique within themselves now i didn't say you can't pull from Oh, you talking about fraud, you got a little P of J, right. right? You got a little this, you got a little that. And all right, we can create this framework which makes it unique. Right. I'm not saying that, but to try to, you know, textbook this thing, you can't. You can't. You can't. Especially when you try and win back people to say, you know what, therapy is cool. I want to come here. That's my mindset. Therapy is cool. Right. Come talk to me. I Thera- need that. <clears throat> therapy is definitely needed. For sure. across the board. For sure. I'm going to tell everybody. That we're, we're, it's, it's AGS, right? AGS programs, AGS baby. AGS programs. Achieving your greatest self. Mm. And it's and it's, the focus is on self. All day. Right? Because it speaks to the uniqueness of self. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? We're not trying to be like this person or that person. We're just trying to be ourselves. I'm trying you. to be me. Right. Whatever the best me right. that I can present. Make you a better you. That's it. That's it. That's beautiful. And that's our mindset. Amazing. And and, and you know, that's our driving force of, of what we're doing, you know, out in Baltimore City and surrounding counties. Everybody else, the world, 1212 North Wolf Street, go see my brother, AGS. The greatest Sh- achievement of yourself. Strictly confidential. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And if, not, he, sense, baby. and if not, you can sue that ass. But please believe. It's a violation of HIPAA, baby. I got insurance, but you can't sue me. Yeah. Straight up. Right. Word. Yeah. Yo, bro, you got to come back, man. Man, I'm back anytime, man. Please come back. I didn't even know we was done, baby. Nah, I mean, because, you know, usually we go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dropped a lot of gems. Yo, this this got to be a 2.0. Oh, 100%. It's got to be a, 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 a Mr. Smith 2.0. Oh, man. I like it. I love it. That was the intro. Phenomenal. Appetizer. Oh. Well, and then get into the business part. Ooh. We can roll with it. Because I need to show some of these young dudes, you know. I thought that's what we were going to do, but we're going to have to save that for later. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's come with it. Wow. Let's come with it. Well, Wait for that book to come out. Absolutely. Hey, Yo, man. you got to get on that book, son. I'm a walking one. Come on now. 
I just gotta sit down and write it. <laughs> I had a time, baby. They got people to do that for you now, bro. Right. Let's say Triple C knows somebody that might know somebody. Hey, man, send them to me. Absolutely, um, send them to me. I got, I got a story to tell, man. Absolutely, and I think it could be beneficial to a lot of individuals. Now it will be. You know why? Because you come from it. Hey. You come from the concrete. Right. Jungle. It's, it's different. Right. Couch, baby. It's different. Sit on the. I wish I had a couch to sit on. I'll tell you that. What? Tell you that. Mm. Damn. But it's, it's amazing. That went over a lot of people's heads. Hey, think about that. Even yeah. now. Think about that. Even now. Yeah. They still lost. Wish I had a couch to sit on. Mm. Mm. Come on, yeah. don't do that. Well, sir, thank you for being here. Oh, man, thank you for having me, man. Wow. Hey, bro, you want to give any shout outs? Please. Give them oh, out. man. Shout out to my staff, man. All my staff at AGS programs, man. I love y'all. I greatly appreciate y'all. All the work that y'all do, you know. Yeah, I'm the head of it, but you know, you guys are on the foreground making it happen. So, shout out to everybody that's a part of AGS. Love everybody. Shout mm. out to my wife and my kids. All day, every day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 61. 61. I feel like we're just starting to get crazy. No, we just started. Because Mr. Smith is coming back. But this was just a nice little preview to what we really going to be getting It was an appetizer. It was an appetizer with a little bit of entree. It don't get no better than tonight. I told you. Listen, we know the real ones. We come from it. So anything we say is stamped. You heard? We love what we do. We love reaching out. It's all about bridging the gap. And my brother, you had to hear from Mr. Smith because he's Baltimore born and raised. He, he's he been through here. Jesus Christ. Everything with the trials and tribulations of, of life. Of me and him trying to make a football team. Yeah, they tell you to come, but your spot ain't guaranteed. You got to earn that. Silverback. Silverbacks all day, you heard? But now nah, we love you guys. We appreciate you. I uh, love my brother for coming on board. Thank you for coming, bro. The world needed to hear your voice. And uh, I can't wait for Mr. Smith 2.0. You gonna come back? Appreciate everybody. Love my wife, my kids. Dre, what else you got? I just want to give a shout out on our behalf to homie Rhode Island, who uh, listens to the episodes all the time. He lost his father, so our condolences. God bless your soul, bro. Yes, we here, bro. You already know we here. We support all of our Silverback Troop members. All day, every day. And peace and love. Peace and love. Triple C, what you got? Yo, everybody just need to just check this episode, yo, because it's dope. 61 like, is fire. Just listening and listen to it. And listen to it over again because he Don't really do- broke down for every anybody that's in a hood or county or anywhere that's going through any type of mental health. That's all over the world. Like, it's important. Now, what Mr. Smith said today can touch all aspects of uh, occupations. Right. Because we all go through it. We, we all, all go through it. We all, we all have PTSD. Mental yeah. health is number one. A hundred percent. And I hope he get fucking, pardon my friends, a hundred AGSs in the state of Maryland. In every state. In every state. Why not? Because it's essential. Too many officers are eating their guns when they retire. Speak it. You know what I mean? Word. We Speak don't need it. that. We don't you guys are valuable. We need you, you guys. It's a necessity for what he does. It don't get no better. 
he's needed just like we're needed. Especially right now, like during this time, like sometimes I'm like, yo, is that for real? But yo, all first responders, man, we love y'all, we need y'all. You are valuable. Go see my brother, Mr. Smith, at AGS 1212 North Wolf Street. I'm sure you take all types of insurance. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Listen, money is money. Slime fee scale. You already you. know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm talking. Shit, I might be there on Tuesday. Why? Let's yeah. talk. You know what I'm Let's talk. Hey, we build a relationship, so you might not get me as your therapist, but you'll right. get somebody else. Right, because he's you. the owner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do see clients, though. Absolutely. I you do. can see me. You heard? That's dope. I do. But uh, That's dope. Everybody stay safe. We love you. Remember, it's episode 61. And uh, we appreciate you. Keep telling a friend to tell a friend. And uh, Mr. Smith 2.0 will be out. Trust me, in a couple of weeks. We're going to get him back here. Because he's got a lot to say, and the world needs to hear it. But uh, until then, everybody remain safe, work hard, and uh, we love you. Take care. Be easy. Peace and love. Peace. The views and opinions expressed on the Silverback Podcast are those of the hosts, producers, and or the persons appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the federal, state, or local government. This includes, but not exclusive to, the Department of Defense and or the Baltimore City Police Department. Fire! That was beautiful. That, that shit dope. was crazy! That was really beautiful. That was dope. Yeah, that, that was, was really dope. Beautiful. One take. <laughs>